Hi guys. Hey. Welcome back. How are we doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Amber? I'm alright, thanks. Yeah. Ready for another episode? I'm always ready for another episode. It's been a cold day today, but you know what warms my cockles? Oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, what are we talking about this week? So, this week we are talking about content planning. The end of the year is rapidly looming, so I think it's time for us to look at ways to plan ahead. Exactly. We are all for planning ahead, and we know that 2020 has been a bit of a naff year, so we're looking forward to 2021 already. So, let's get started with some overall content planning tips. So, my advice is personally taking a strand from what we've learned this year is to leave some room for the unexpected so just making sure that you've got wiggle room uh, that means that if there is something going on in the news and you have an opportunity to pause your content and reschedule make sure you have the ability to do that it's part of being reactive and we see that reactive marketing can actually be really effective. Amber, any tips from you? I'm someone who really enjoys awareness days. So there's something that you can always plan ahead for. So if you have nothing to move around the four wiggle room, this is a great way to actually give yourself something to do. So awareness days are great. There are some great awareness days on Social Baker's website and I'll pop those in the blog that will accompany this week's episode. So another tip could be uh, using a content planner. There are lots of free tools out there. So there's Asana that is actually for overall task planning, but I used that in my previous organization when it came to social media marketing. You could use Trello, you could use Excel, and there's also platforms that will schedule your social media posts for you as well, like Later or Hootsuite would really take advantage of that as well. It's a good opportunity if you're not able to check in on social media, you've got that automatically going out and then you can just be there to monitor and react to the posts that go out. Yeah, I've used those tools in the past. They're quite helpful and really handy to use. And they're free, which is great. Yeah, I know there are some paid for ones. So if you're working for a larger organization, you might have Sprout Social or I think Sprout Social is one of the main ones. Um, or Social Bakers is also quite quite good. Mm, yeah, or Linkfluence. Have you used that one, you know? Mm, I haven't yet. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully using it soon. Anyway, I digress. Um, have you got any other content planning tips before we move on to specific advice for 2021? So evergreen content is great. Mm, what is evergreen content? Evergreen content is a term coined in journalism. So if you want to back up what I'm saying with some facts, if you head over to, for example, the Daily Mail website, if you click on October 2020, have a scroll through some of their stories. And if you go back to 2016, you'll possibly find the same stories again, possibly by the same reporter. And all that would happen is the dates would have been changed and some new links in there. So it's just a great way of keeping your timelines full with something that's easily accessible to all and relatable. Exactly. That's a really good point. You know, it's just, it kind of links quite smoothly on to the fact that reusing content is absolutely fine. Everyone does it. Um, so obviously if you use something that, for example, if you use the same image on your social media week after week, then you're going to not really see much of an impact. That's that's like wearing the same socks every day. You just don't do it. Yeah, it's, it's not done. Unless like you just live in trainer socks and they all look the same. <laughs> but the same pair? Mm-mm. No, no. So yeah, essentially you can reuse your content and it's 
most commonly done annually. So looking back at your content from the previous year and seeing what you can pull forward through to the next year. Um, seeing as that uh, lots of businesses have been reacting to 2020 and hopefully we'll have a better year. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that there won't be much opportunity to reuse coronavirus content. I mean, a great piece of evergreen content is always throwback Thursdays. So 2020 content can be used next year, albeit it'll be, you know, be a little bit lazy. But you know, if 2021 is popping, then throw back to 2020 when things weren't so great. Ha ha! You know? Mm, that that is a good point. I like that. Mm. Yeah. So some ideas for evergreen content that you could use for your business uh, is something that about you. So about yourself, about your business, your products, your services, your sector, your values, anything that you can flake in so people can feel more engaged with your brand. Yeah. It's also good to throw in some testimonials in there. And if you are a business head company, some tutorials mm. or how it's made sort of things, because people always like to watch those and they won't go out of style unless you rapidly change your machinery. <laughs> exactly. So we've broken down the next year into quarters. We hope people work quarterly. I know we tend to. And looking ahead for three months is really, really great because it's a quite a manageable chunk. You know what's going on. And also it gives you a good scope. So you know what to follow on from. Um, so we've broken it down January to March, April to June, July to September, and October to December. So hopefully we can give you enough tips to fill out or, you know, begin to fill out some areas of your calendar. And I'll also be putting a blog together to accompany this podcast. And I'll try and pop in either one example for each quarter, or if I have time and love you enough, an example for each month. Amazing. I have a feeling that you do love us enough. I mean, my name is Amber. Love all. Remember. True. Oh, that's really cute. Have you used that before? No. Oh, <laughs> you should. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Amber Lovell, and I love you all. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. So, Amber, what are your contact tips for January, February, and March? So, obviously, start of the year. You know where we're going with this. So, um, although it's a cliche, I just love New Year, New Me. Just kidding. Please don't do that, guys. <laughs> like, try and avoid New Year, New You copy. Mm. Um, people are getting bored of it. Yeah. If you have to use something New Year, New Something, try New Year, Better You. Yeah, I think people don't have year, to change themselves. New Year, New You is implied. I think people don't need to spell it out. People know mm. that they want to change. <laughs> Everyone wants a fresh start in the New Year. That's why we all like binge over Christmas everything that's mm. naughty oh it's a new year it'll be fine True. like everyone knows it's coming so don't spell it out to them love that that's a really good tip consumers aren't stupid mm, yeah um yeah that's really helpful um so obviously there are awareness days and lots of other things to consider as well throughout the year but bear in mind that you want to incorporate that into your business making sure that it is relevant for you also might just be really random so if you see things that are going on at the moment so trends or you want to stay on top of trends obviously outside of the news you can use a platform called google trends or answer the public and it basically shows you around keyword terms what people are looking at online and what they're talking about um so it's a really great way to help you inform on your content throughout the months anyway that was i digress 
so yeah january february march start of the year starting to move into spring as well yeah um so before spring has sprung there are a few things that you should take into account for january february and march so one thing for january is blue monday which has been calculated to be the most depressing day of the year so try and put something upbeat Mm. february pancake day such an important day of the year (laughs) obviously i mean pancakes one but it's also a great way to get engagement you know what is your favorite pancake topping it's a very controversial topic and it'll also make your brand more personable because it'll show that it's a real person behind the account not just a social media scheduling tool that's a very good point and of mother's day is in march yeah mother's day obviously if you're a product-based business it's a good opportunity to see if you can pivot or create a special product or just tailor your product and use some really savvy marketing for mother's day really great way to incorporate that fab so then we have april may and june so like spring summertime really nice time of year uh for me this is when i would love to go out and get some really good content longer daylight hours just it's generally like brighter and nicer people are in a better mood so if you are paying for a photographer for a day to get take your own imagery then you've got more time to use essentially longer daylight hours i think that's good like why not book a day definitely and you also make people envious like oh i wish i could get outside you know <laughs> yeah. emotional marketing is really important if you make someone feel something they remember mm. it more and we learned a lot about that from our christmas ad conversation didn't we yeah but if you don't know what we're talking about with this head back to episode two and have yourself a little listen it's a good episode real good but um what we make in april may and june leads us on to july august and september so all of the lovely content you've created and photos you've taken you can use for the summer months because mm. it tends to be a bit quieter in those months don't you think miss alice yeah definitely august is so quiet i'm assuming that you know this isn't applicable for all industries but we see that um obviously people with children might take time off for the summer holidays so if you are in a busy office you will notice that things tend to go a bit quiet in august so use that time you will bit of downtime to either do some upskilling or plan ahead do some content planning either plan out what you want to do for christmas or sort what you're doing for the next few months of content and then you will have that time around december to actually get things sorted exactly a few things to take note for july august and september a level and gcse results day so a little shout out to some students and then back to uni so if you have products that are applicable to uni yeah. students you can always offer a discount code uh, and try and do some targeting towards those so you'd want to plan that ahead though Mm. that's a good point and uh for awareness days isn't there lots of environmental awareness days around july and august there are yeah so that's why it'd be great to use the content captured back in april may and june because a lot of them are ocean based so if you can get outside to the seaside that'd be a great way to get some of that content and raise some of the awareness mm, really good point uh and if you think that your your business or your service isn't relevant to awareness days obviously then don't talk about them but if your business supports a organization that can be linked to an awareness day then obviously use that opportunity to talk about why your business supports this organization um it might feel like a stretch but it's another side to your organization or your brand that you can talk to your consumers about so it's just another strand another conversation and we always say it's just good to test and see what works and if you talk about i don't know ocean conservation day and it's a complete flop 
then don't do it next year no harm no foul exactly and that's a great thing about this content calendar because you can look at it for example if you make one for 2021 in 2022 you can look back and see what worked well and what didn't work so well and if it's evergreen you can carry it over if it's not toss it in the bin yeah (laughs) just toss it in the bin yeah throw your whole laptop away guys Wait, have you still got two laptops, Amber? Amber's living yeah. this wild lifestyle having two MacBooks. I don't know who she is. I mean, I'm sat between lots of expensive equipment right now. MacBook, new MacBook, brand new sewing machine and my old one. Oh my I believe God. that's what they call bougie. Yeah, bad and bougie. Mm, that's me, everybody. <laughs> um, but back to July, August and September. Yeah. If you are in a business that uses advertisements in real life, as in buses, billboards, newspapers, magazines, TV and radio, it's very important to get these slots booked in for Christmas. I know it's early, but you want to book ahead to get the good slots and the good prices, my friends, okay? Yeah, I wouldn't have even like thought of that. I mean, I I did print advertising a long time ago. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. So essentially, you have to like book quite far in advance, right? Definitely. And although we are the digital marketing babes, digital marketing often goes hand in hand with print media as well. So I mean, I know a lot of brands don't just mm-hmm. stick to yeah. digital. Not you know, I know people are always talking about how everyone's always on digital devices, but it's not always the case. And we see that with the brands adopting using tube ads continuously using billboards it still works and then what you find is that you pay loads of money for a tube ad and then people take pictures of it and put it on social and then do your digital advertising for you exactly (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it's also a great opportunity to book in a direct mail i mean that is back on the rise people aren't used to getting post anymore everything is going digital so if you can do a direct mailer do it or i would say though if you're in the charity sector please refrain from direct mail it is quite costly for a charity Mm. digital can be more cost effective and i think that direct mail has a very large market share for the charity sector so i think it'd be nice to see them step away from it a little bit comes back to knowing your audience though if you know your audience is an older one a direct mail works so much more effectively for example when i was working in the theater industry we would use direct mails for shows aimed at the older demographics with special promo code and that's how we'd know they'd booked via the direct mail so we, we were quite successful with that and that's why we ran with them so if you know your audience will respond to that better go for it but as Alice said yeah charities I keep getting a lot from mind but I don't remember because I donated when I did the 5k thing and I don't remember ever signing up to receive marketing from them <laughs> oh might have been one of those pesky hidden mm. things interesting Okay, so I think that moves us on towards the last part of the year and arguably one of the busiest times of the year. I don't know about you, but I think everyone goes into this map panic. If you're a product-based business, you think, oh my God, we've got to meet these targets by the end of the year. And, you know, a lot of the time we see sales spike around Christmas. So you might have a quite top-heavy target towards the end of the year so all this pressure just builds up so yeah really sorry guys but like we said really good opportunity to get ahead of this in august basically if you snooze you lose yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh october or as amber likes to call it spooky season yeah (laughs) spooky season yeah 
Have you got any content tips for October? Throw in a couple cobwebs and spiders here or there. It's very topical. I mean, we've seen a lot of American-isms come across the pond and I definitely think making a big point of Halloween is key. I mean, I assume in recent years it's been called spooky season. You know, five years ago it was called October. Yeah, and now it's like pumpkin true. spice latte season, guys. Ugh, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. We have seen Halloween become a lot more popular. Mm. So um, it's also, I, I know that we sort of embrace autumn a lot more now. So there might be a way to incorporate some sort of autumnal vibes to your brand, um, whether that's your, your visual content or how you're talking to consumers. Just bear in mind as well that consumers' uh, behavior online will change. So towards the winter, as a general trend, we see that more people are spending more time online um, and that we just see that people are uh, tend to be online later. Um, it really sort of ebbs and flows, but just be reactive to what people are doing online. And if you're seeing that, you're getting lots of purchases in the evening, see if you can schedule content later or see if you can create some content around sort of your your nighttime audience that they might like. I agree with you there. It's definitely because people are spending a lot more time indoors of an evening compared to the summer months. Yeah. Great. So then we go on to November. My birthday. Make sure you pencil that in, guys. <laughs> November 18th, I'll put an address to my PO box so you can send me all the gifts. Um, yeah, so November's interesting. So again, for products and even service-based businesses, uh, we have Black Friday, which does uh, significantly impact everyone. We know that big organisations do Black Friday weeks in advance so they are like really dominating the space and i'm kind of thinking of amazon here um just a caveat really is if you are thinking of doing digital marketing around black friday um especially in facebook advertising we saw a really big increase in cpm which is cost per thousand impressions this is something that we use to measure sort of the advertising costs so we see that increase we know that facebook are starting to charge more and essentially you just need to consider whether you are getting enough return so if it's really working for you to advertise over black friday weekend great and that will probably mean you've got big budget if you don't have a big budget and you're not able to compete with these competitors then please do scale back it's not going to be beneficial for you or your business and then maybe do a sale after black friday when people are still looking for sales but just missed out so just one to consider and also don't do it really last minute and someone that <laughs> asked me to set up an advertising campaign the evening before black friday was is not recommended i know digital is meant to be quick but it's not that quick but why is it not that quick alex you are a miracle worker no oh do you know what I really wanted to do it but I just thought no this is a principle and I just like had to just explain all the reasons why it was a really bad idea to do it last minute like there wouldn't have been proper tracking in place like you can't just throw money and not being able to see your results it was not an ideal situation but yeah no echoing what you said about don't throw money at a campaign if it's not going to be viable because if you think about it these people are cutting their costs anyway so they're going to end up in almost a negative equity situation don't try and compete with the big dogs yeah yeah true um and that leads us on to the festive season which is december 
um, my least favourite time of year. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Mariah Carey comes to life. <laughs> uh, I've actually seen her on some ads already. I feel like she mm. was on the Walkers ad last year or the year before. Like, she always does it. She's just like... Christmas. That is what she's known for. Like, I'm pretty sure that's her most. Oh, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but basically, that's that's it. It's most profitable. It's the most profitable. It's the most profitable time of year for Miss Carrie. There you go. Got it out. Yeah, she must love oh, it. Do you reckon it does her head in? All I want for Christmas. Nah. I think she's a bit of a diva. Mm. I think she loves that. I think that's probably why she loves Christmas. Oh, I would imagine she loves Christmas. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, content tips for Christmas. I would say, obviously, if your office is closing down and people won't be working over the holidays, you will definitely, definitely need to have something scheduled in for the period. Um, some businesses make uh, a point of not doing anything on social um, or email. Obviously, people are spending time with their families, so bear that in mind. Um, but when I worked at Girl Guiding, a large organisation, we had to communicate with our members. So we had to wish them a happy Christmas and we wanted to continually share content. So we shared activities to do on Christmas Day and Boxing Day, etc. So that might be something, if it's right for your business, then we would really recommend doing it. If you're not going to share content over the Christmas season, it's a great chance to get ahead on next year's content planning. <gasps> It's like the circle of life. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it really is. Uh, yeah, because before you know it, you'll be back in the office or you'll be back at your desk working again and it's it's January and you're like, oh my God. So yeah, get ahead of it. Sorry, yeah, it's a great chance to create some evergreen content as well because it will be a lull. There'll, there will mm. be people, there'll be people missing until like the second week of January. So yeah true so you can like talk about things that have gone really well for you in that year either personally or as a business and we see you might think oh people don't care like you know how the business has grown or people don't care you would be surprised so bear in mind that not everyone will care but for your loyal supporters it'll be really nice for them to see especially if you're a small business and have come out hopefully um at the other side after a really horrific year yeah people follow your page for a reason you know i don't like my timeline clogged up with things i don't want to see so there must be a reason people are following you and i think they'd really like that a year a year in review i think it's nice yeah yeah and if there's a way you can personalize it as well that's always a good opportunity like taking something from spotify wrapped everyone loves it apart from people who use apple music but everyone loves it because it's tailored to them and they love being able to see something so if you're able to maybe create an email marketing campaign for repeat customers so tell them how many times they purchase from you uh, and obviously this is data that you can quite easily extract and put together it makes people feel good and think oh my god this is how many times i support this business i didn't realize how much i use them this year and then you can hopefully come to them with an ask something that you're looking for from them or say okay so you ordered from us uh, five times over the course of the year and you paid for delivery this number of times 
why don't you pay for unlimited next day delivery? I know lots of large organizations do that. So if you're a small business, maybe you could do unlimited free delivery for a year, something like that. I don't know if that would work as much for small businesses, but just an idea. And you might be able to take something from that and run with it. I really love that idea. I've actually just noted it down myself. Oh, okay. I literally just started rambling because I was thinking about Spotify wrapped. <laughs> thinking about the devil. I saw a really funny Spotify wrapped and it was like, your most listened to this year was crowd sounds because obviously there have been no crowds. I know, it's sad. Made me lol. Oh. Um, any other December content tips, Amber? Because Amber is the queen of content. It's true. I've got a big crown on right now, everybody. Just a general thank you on social media. Thank you for your support this year. Thanks for being a good follower. And that's about it from me for December. Any ideas for web content or blogs for people that are thinking of ideas, wanting to put something together? Yeah. So I think it's a great thing. If you like behind the scenes things, I mean, there are a lot of people who do. A blog on Christmas traditions is lovely, gathered from your employees. So this is Dave. Dave lives up north. His Christmas tradition is putting his nan on the fire, for example. (laughs) Everyone has a different, you know, a different thing. Yeah. So that would be quite nice. Let people know who you are, breaking down the barriers. That's really nice. I'm really big on letting customers know that brands are personable. Yeah. That's really nice. Mm, Not the fire bit, but sharing traditions is nice. (laughs) It's also a great way to, again boost engagement because you can post the link to it and then you can ask I like that what are your traditions amazing I feel like hopefully I've learned a lot from talking about this so hopefully you guys will as well this has been really helpful and hopefully you guys will feel inspired to plan for 2021 so that sounds really good if you guys think that we've missed anything out let us know we would love to hear your content tips because us babes want to learn from each other right yes babe supporting babes Hello. and if you like this episode please go over to apple podcasts and leave us a review even if it's negative yeah i was gonna say if you don't like this episode also leave a review <laughs> <laughs> and where can people find us online right guys you can find us on instagram as at digital marketing babes and you can also find us on the world wide web at www.digitalmarketingbabes.com amazing i couldn't have said it better myself damn straight gina damn straight <laughs> um wow this is very really good mm, bring up, i love a whistle stop tour mm, bring on 2021 mm. year of content yeah I, I was literally about to say that like 2020 was the year of social media and i'm certain 2021 is going to be the year of content yes i feel that mm. okay well i i got some business to attend to so y'all just go mind your own now bye guys thanks for listening thank you so much guys thanks for listening bye bye seo what is it that you don't know C-R-M, B-2-B What do these things really mean? Do not worry, do not stress Alison Amber know it best That is why we are here Digital marketing babes in your ear Digital marketing babes